0: This is On The Way Out. I'm Brandy Truesdale. And I'm Sarah Hester. And today we are talking about training your children up for an insane world.
1: We are here to equip women to boldly live lives that glorify the Lord by sharing biblical truth as it relates to the world today.
0: Welcome back to another episode <clears throat> I'm on the way out. On the way out. <laughs> I like, said some other podcast <laughs> that I've been listening to.
1: Okay, so I have a would you rather question. I want to hear it. This is a good one. Would you rather give up ice cream or cookies for the rest of your life? Ooh. Ooh. That's a hard one. That is a hard one. one. Mm-hmm. Cookies. For ice cream?
0: Yeah, I'd rather give up cookies. No, I want ice cream for the rest of my life. Yeah.
1: That's a really ice hard one. Ice cream's more
0: versatile. And you could put cookies in ice cream. You
1: could, yeah. You could you you could do like a cookie dough ice cream. Exactly, or cookies and cream. Mm, yeah. I probably would give up cookies. Yeah. I think I would rather have ice cream. What's your mm. favorite flavor of ice cream?
0: It varies. Okay. Oh, that was the outside. I thought I bumped the <laughs> table and like it was like <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I thought it was reverberating. Um. <clears throat> I anything that i can chew honestly like i know that sounds weird but like i want to be able to eat my ice cream and (laughs) chew something like i want it to have chunks
1: you want okay so you want there to be like a texture in it um not just like you know what
0: i know my favorite flavor ice cream it's s'mores
1: oh yes Mm -hmm. yeah my favorite flavor ice cream is coffee flavor yeah
0: i used to like coffee but then i gave up caffeine and i'm always afraid that there's more caffeine in the coffee (laughs) flavor than than regular and they don't tell you how much caffeine's in there yeah that's true i'm like how do they get that coffee flavor
1: my favorite is coffee flavored ice cream with marshmallows actually there is a it's a who makes this so i just add them in but yeah excuse (laughs) uh but there is actually a flavor from turkey hill called oh gosh it's uh Oh my gosh, I'm totally blanking on it, but it's like a dunker, dunker something. Anyway, but it's a coffee flavored ice cream mm. that has like Oreo bits in it, and it also has marshmallow in it, and it, it's like it, there's also like cookie dough in it. It what? is, yeah, it's well worth it. Let me well, tell you,
0: <coughs> there that ice cream place that we used to have in town, Scoops, that left. Yeah. They had really good s'mores ice cream, and you now mm. they're gone.
1: They did have good ice cream. I was the only Dunk. one in my family
0: that would rather go there over the other place. Jack Frost. Well, no, Dario's. Oh dairy, dairy dot stereo, dot stereo. D- Dario. Dario's is a whole a different place, yeah. and they have an amazing s'mores ice cream, too. It's the chunks of chocolate that get me every time. I'm gonna find this ice flavor. cream. Yeah. <clears throat> well, while you're finding ice cream flavor, I'm gonna take us. Double um,
1: dunker, double dunker, double dunker. That doesn't make sense. Oh, maybe I know. dipping cookies in your coffee. I guess so. I don't know. Okay, let me just read you the description Let's hear it. when it pulls up. <laughs> what were you gonna say in the meantime? Uh, well, it's gonna take us way off okay. topic. <laughs> mocha. It's mocha with cookie dough swirled with crumbles of chocolate sandwich cookies. No, that does
0: sounds so good. It's so yeah, it's not just it's coffee. It's a mocha flavored. Yes. That's a little different. Mm-hmm. I want that. Yeah, is I want that. It is delish. Does anyone catch that reference when I say that? When
1: I go, I want that. I don't know what that Napoleon is. Dynamite. <laughs> I love Napoleon Dynamite, but I don't know who says Napoleon that. Napoleon Dynamite's uncle was like a
0: <laughs> a ship salesman. Like, no, he was like a yes, Tupperware a salesman. salesman. He was like, well, you'll get this ship if yeah. you buy this set. And she turns to her husband. she was like, I want that. <laughs> So anytime i say i want uh, that that's what i think i love i love some
1: napoleon <clears throat> man napoleon this chickens have large tina, talons tina come get your dinner freaking <laughs> idiot
0: <laughs> that coin freaking idiot forever that was the so, <laughs> phrase of our generation
1: <laughs> ethan whenever we were dating he like w- it was long distance so we talked mostly mm-hmm. on the computer oh and my so god he would tell his roommates he would be like don't be jealous because i'm talking to hot babes online <laughs> all day sarah was a hot babe you know what? hot babe online i
0: stalked you on the internet for the first time last night did you <clears throat> i cannot believe Ugh, excuse me sorry <laughs> i can't believe in all of our we've been friends for i don't know almost six years We've known each other, and I have never stalked your Facebook profile. Yeah, I don't know wow. why I've just never felt the need. Sure, but last night uh, you posted not last night, but like yesterday mm-hmm. or two days ago, you posted a bunch of pictures of for Samian's birthday, yeah. and there was an old picture of you with like bangs. Oh yeah, and you looked so young, and I was like, "What did Sarah like a look baby. like as a yeah. younger person? I need to know." And so and then I went through all of your <laughs> profile pictures so I could I see what you looked like as a younger person. <laughs> amazing if you go through all of my profile pictures on facebook yeah. you'll see that i once had
1: black hair no way <clears throat> yes way <laughs> you know who i actually stalked the other day this is really funny who? i stalked rachel the other day oh that's <laughs> funny we're on podcast <laughs> hey rachel shout out hey, rachel shout out to you i stalked you on facebook the mm-hmm. other day Most it funny. was because somebody had mentioned that rachel and austin got married super really young, young yeah and so i was like oh i want to see what they look like super young babies yeah you guys did look like babies so shout it's out to, you, to Rachel. Stop your friends that's like, how i feel. i also love to like you said i love to see what people look like I, as their younger i self. realized
0: i didn't know what you looked like as a younger person i was like i have to know now very young <laughs> isn't that weird like even i don't feel a baby well you watch yourself age in the mirror yeah and it doesn't feel like you're getting that old Right, you until know what you I mean? look at pictures. Until you look at pictures, and you're like, <laughs> yeah. holy crap, I have wrinkles now. I know. Like, But you see it so it happen so slowly, because you wake up every morning, and you yeah. look in the mirror, and, and, you and lo- so yeah. you don't see. It. Even with my husband, yep. I don't see him visibly age.
1: Mm-hmm. And then I
0: get these like flashbacks of pictures from our wedding almost yeah. nine years ago. Oh my gosh. And I'm like, we were
1: infants. <laughs> see, that's how I feel, even about, I was texting my dad the other day, and I was like, I feel like my... I didn't see my grandmother age for, like, 20-something years. Yes. And now, recently, when I've seen her, I'm like, wow, she looks so much older. I feel that way
0: about my parents.
1: Yeah. But, you know, for, for like, being a kid, I yeah, never felt like, like she always looked the same to me until just recently. And now I'm like, oh, she looks I was hanging older. out with my parents
0: <laughs> the last time I was with them. And I was watching them. Like, I was sitting there looking at both of them. Like, they were talking. And I was like, mm. when did you guys get old?
1: Yeah like no there's offense a, to them but they're, they're both yeah, almost they 60 older. and like wow. suddenly i'm like
0: oh my sorry mom sorry mom she's like 55.
1: <laughs> she's like but my dad is
0: right there at 60. Me. yeah and i'm like holy crap my parents are
1: yeah getting older what feels I, there's, weird. there's a a new um oh my gosh what's it called a trend on reels and they talk about how it's like you don't realize that your mom is also 20 years older and yeah. it shows a picture of you know the girl when she's like five oh gosh. And with her mom and then they're like you don't realize that your mom also got 20 years older no, I and i'm like oh i feel like, like i've
0: not seen my mom age like to yeah. me I'm like, she just
1: is my mom she looks, she looks, the, looks same. the same yes even though she That's definitely has aged right i 31 years i, I <laughs> keep like, my parents were so young when they Uh, got married and had me same that like I can remember my my, mom was young I can remember my parents turning 30 I remember them turning 30 I don't remember that but my mom had me when she
0: was 22 or 23 yeah
1: I was nine years old when my parents turned 30 yeah so my dad's five years older than
0: my mom so memory of
1: that that's wild it is wild it's wild like time is just wild
0: it's the same with your kids Mm -hmm. it's like I never look at them like a day-to-day I don't I don't reminisce about what they look like as babies yeah and then suddenly i do see it like i told you fox has two loose teeth like and these are his first loose teeth which is insane i'm so excited about it it's such a big milestone it is a huge and i can't explain why i'm so excited about it but i am but they're sticking straight out (laughs) like they're not standing up anymore and i was watching him and i noticed that there was like a gap Mm. in between his teeth and i was like and even though they're still in there i can see what they're going to look like when they're out and i'm like oh, oh my gosh i know do you, you just like it just aged him immediately yeah. like that's the he is no he, he is
1: full on kid i know it's that's, over i for some reason <clears throat> Simeon turning like him turning five and him turning seven seven is wild seven for some reason feels really huge to me it is that does feel really huge because i'm like i i have had a kid for seven years now that does feel really huge yeah, yeah Fox it's not a baby he's not a baby fox is like six months away from being seven that's yeah huge. it's huge it does <laughs> it feels huge i remember five was a big deal to me because when he was born I remember thinking, okay, if I can make it until he's five, I'm gonna be <laughs> oh, okay. That's funny. Like for some reason, I was like, if I can make it until he's five, I'll I think be okay. three was my goal. Yeah, well, because I was like, when I know, they talk. I just
0: wanted my kids to talk. Yeah, to Yeah, I
1: was like, I know that he will be sleeping through the night. I know that he'll be You're like five. That yeah. was your goal. Yeah, that Shoot, was my, my goal. My kids were sleeping through the night at four months. No, <laughs> sorry, that was not sorry my to experience. all of you moms <laughs> that did not get that lucky. I just had to. For some reason, I had to have like. Uh, uh, you know, all I remember I was, was like for. I wanted
0: my kids to talk to me.
1: Yeah, the crying and the whining, what it
0: drove me insane. Like I yeah. was like, talk, tell me what you need.
1: Yeah, don't, yeah, don't whine. So when they me. started
0: talking, that was that was the milestone I was waiting for.
1: Yeah. Now he did obviously sleep through the night and before then it was five. Like, but when you
0: start wiping your own butt, yeah, that's a good milestone. <laughs> I got I'm, I'm halfway there. Fifty percent of my children have wiping their 50%. own butt. Be- Fifty
1: percent.
0: I and love I only that. Have two, but <laughs> Whatever, fifty percent. That's true. <laughs> statistics are just statistics,
1: y'all. Statistics. I'll say that three times. Yeah, past. it's it's still valuable. Yeah, he's fifty percent.
0: Well, let's. Uh, still true. <clears throat> We're going to talk about kids. Actually, yeah, actually. Um, I wanted to, to bring in some. I don't want to call it culture, like things that I heard this yeah. week in the news. So there is apparently there's two Ouija boards out. Ew. one is being um it's created at, i might be wrong It might i think it was created by disney i'm not mm-hmm. totally sure Ew, it's being sold in like target and it's for children it's no. in the kids kids games for for Yikes. yeah ouija boards for children which is wild
1: <clears throat> and then there's Who, another. how are they different than ouija boards for adults i don't know like i i don't want to google it but I do to know. <laughs> You're gonna start getting ads for. Please don't. I know my phone is hearing me say Ouija boards right now. So. I don't know how to spell it. It's O U I G A. I'm <laughs> pretty sure.
0: Um. So. O-U-I-G-A. And then there's another one. I look. I hate this. I hate this. I hate this. Um. <laughs> I'm deleting this. You're like immediately now. Clear your browser history. How do you? <laughs> um. That gave me chills on my face i don't like that okay never mind i'm not looking it up <laughs> but there is also a ouija board uh-huh. that says that it will contact the holy spirit for you
1: Ew.
0: And in its advertisement it says we promise not to contact any demons only what? only the holy spirit where you can speak to the man himself it's a Shut quote from your the
1: box face yeah right First of all... It's on Amazon. What if I told you you didn't need a Ouija board to contact the Lord?
0: <laughs> what if I told you the Holy Spirit lived within you? <laughs> like, so...
1: This is this is my big issue with Catholics. I'm like, I don't need a man to talk to the Lord. I can just talk to the Lord himself. Well, this
0: is my big issue with the New Age is that...
1: Oh my gosh, We yeah.
0: have to feel it. We have to know. I have to <laughs> feel something no, you don't. You have to be reverent. And um, Uh, that's pretty much it. Yeah, the Holy Spirit can move (laughs) in spite of your feelings. Yeah, Um, it's wild. And then they also said that there are, they're not being advertised as tarot cards. They're being advertised as psalm cards. So Mm -hmm. that basically, it will teach you to learn all the psalms. They're like supposed to be like flashcards of psalms. Okay. Okay. So women were buying these, and then they started um, posting reviews, and they were like, "These are not psalm cards; these, these are aren't... tarot cards." Oh wow! They were sending them like tarot cards. Mm. So they're getting really
1: um, getting really bold there. They're
0: getting bold and a little <laughs> bit tricky. <laughs> a so little watch, bit tricky.
1: Watch also. I do. This is the stuff that gives me so <coughs> much pause. Yeah. When I hear like around here, I have never. Until I moved here, I have never seen more advertisements for "quote unquote" revival.
0: Oh yeah, you were saying this the other day. I was
1: like, "You first of all, you cannot schedule a revival. Like, with, like the Holy Spirit, you can't schedule the Holy Spirit to come and give you revival. It doesn't work that way." I just also, it's so
0: confusing. <coughs> like this, um, this rhetoric. Mm. Of Holy mm-hmm. Spirit come down
1: mm-hmm.
0: he's here
1: yeah he's already is he yeah. not here he's what do you mean Holy here? Spirit come down yeah, I think it's really confusing the Bible literally
0: says he's living inside of you right that's yeah. scripture yeah. what are we
1: talking about? I think what people mean i I'm gonna I give it hard I, for first me. of all I'm gonna <laughs> give you the benefit of the doubt like okay, yeah. i I believe that people mean well when they say that I do yeah but I think what we mean is that we want to be emotionally moved. Yeah, and I, just I think, think we, could be su- we call that the Holy Spirit. It's super but confusing it's not- rhetoric for people. Yeah, like for me, for someone who
0: <clears throat> hasn't been a believer as long as other people, to be told the Holy Spirit lives inside of you, mm-hmm. and then to hear this like really moving song, and the worship leader is like, Holy Spirit, come down, and I'm like, What? Yeah, what does, what does that do you mean? mean? Right? Is He not already here? Yeah. Should I be praying the same prayer? <laughs> Yeah, so I don't know. Uh, it's confusing. I mean, I'm not praying that prayer. If I Holy mean, the Spirit song, move, the like, song,
1: Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> I, have come, I have a hard time with that one.
1: Come change. What is it? Come change to the something atmosphere. and change the atmosphere. Like, I. We had this whole conversation in Sunday school this I past get, week. I get it. Right. Like, I understand. I understand what you're saying. Gentle, Sarah. I know. I accidentally (laughs) hit the microphone. Um, I understand what you're saying. Like, we do want to encounter the Lord. We want to be changed. We want to – I understand all of that. I'm fine with all of that. Right. But I think that we have to be very clear. Is this biblical, number one? Just because something is labeled as Christian does not make it Christian. Right. Like, I saw some straight-up heretics that were in a Christian Bible store
0: mm. yeah, that, saw like, it.
1: just recently, we were just in a, a Christian bookstore. Where is this? It was in Boone. Oh,
0: yeah. That's the only one I could think of that yeah. was nearby. Christian bookstore. Well, Boone is a college town.
1: Straight-up heretic literature in there. Um, like, Joseph Prince. Joseph Prince is a false teacher. Well, um. So I think just because it's labeled Christian, we still have to have discernment. Yeah, I mean, I don't care what makes of the money. Is some? Yeah, I mean, sorry, it's yeah. <gasps> I'm not <talking>. sorry, <laughs> but this is this is also. <clears throat> so there was a man in um, the book of Acts. There was a a man who saw. Um, gosh, I'm gonna hopefully not mess this up. I think it was Peter doing a miracle and the man wanted to be saved not Mm -hmm. because he was he understood that he was guilty of sin and he needed a savior he wanted to be saved so that he could do the magic that peter was doing Mm. and he wanted to make money off of it that sounds like lucifer (laughs) (laughs) yeah so but i think this is also very alive today yeah like People see what they think are miracles, mm-hmm. and they want to profit off of them. Mm. So, I think you have to have discernment. Whoosh. Obviously. Okay. Um, not, yeah.
0: not very on topic for today's episode. <clears throat> it's not.
1: So, let's reel it in.
0: <laughs> <clears throat> I can't stop coughing. I'm really sorry. Fine. So, I don't even know where to begin here. I've got a lot of stuff written down. So, we're talking about raising your kids up for this crazy world that we live in and what that means for Christians like what we should be doing. And the very first thing that I think I want to say is I want to read this quote um, from this book. The book is called instructing a child's heart um, by Ted and Margie Margie trip. So it was on the very first page and I think it really ties a lot of stuff in together. So it says often sincere Christians feed and house the enemy, the secular culture and feel they can somehow contain its influence on their family. So like to me, I'm thinking school, like sending your kids away eight hours a day to a public institution and Thinking, I don't know that they're not going to be influenced by that public institution. Um, allowing your kids to have unlimited access to the internet, letting them mm-hmm. watch what they want on TV, listening to certain types of music. Um, this is not to say that you can't have some parts of secular culture in your home. I don't mm-hmm. think that that's necessarily true. But like, what what she said or he said, it's written by the woman and the man and the wife. But like, is believing that that somehow having secular parts in their life are somehow not going to influence them yeah it's just a false reality that i think that we live in right now Mm. um anyway (laughs) 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 Mm,
1: sorry (laughs) (laughs) i'm uh just trying to think of how far i want to go in this i think uh Hmm. Mhm. I think even having and I'm I'm saying this because this is something I'm having to I guess face in my own home yeah. with my own kids um you know even your daughters watching Disney princess movies mm-hmm. which now I mean they're more like women can do anything. They're feminist movies. Right. I mean they have there's definitely a message. <laughs> yes. I was listening to. Uh, I don't need no man. Eva was watching Frozen and the song, "No right, no wrong, no rules for me. I'm free." Whoa, that's Let It Go. Whoa, and I never even
0: listened to the lyrics like that. Yeah,
1: um, again, everything that we, everything that we are uh, exposing our children to, we have to. I'm not even saying it's wrong for your kids to watch. No movies but i think that you cannot allow them to be uh passive consumers of material i think you have to go into that situation and say okay well let's think through this i was is gonna that say true?
0: my very next comment after mm-hmm. that is don't shelter your kids yeah because that's the point the what she said isn't like don't let secular things in your home mm-hmm. it's recognize the influence Mm -hmm. of secular things that you let in your home and so when like we have to prepare our children to see witness hear these secular things and so basically to me that means not not letting them do it because i think that that's uh ignorant Mm -hmm. and um too passive yeah because one day they're going to walk out of your house yeah (laughs) and are they going to be prepared i think Mm -hmm. it means talking them through these things yeah um maybe your daughter she's i mean if your child listens to let it go song and you feel like they're old enough maybe explaining like that's not scripturally accurate yeah and that's a that's a false teaching like it's a cool song yeah um but just i just want you to know yeah that that's not what freedom is right like having these <clears throat> conversations with your kids so that they know mm-hmm. these things but not sheltering them
1: yeah. so
0: that when they hear these things outside of the home they're like what
1: yeah
0: like that one teenager that you told me about who their family told them that spiritual warfare wasn't real
1: yeah that demons weren't like, real <laughs>
0: And they're, like, 16 or 17 years old, and they're, like, they think that demons aren't real. Like, that's a literal lie.
1: Yeah. Your parents should have told you, you can, that they were. Right. I think you can go so far. I think mothers, <coughs> especially, can go so far the other way. To protect. Of protecting their children mm-hmm. that they even shelter them from Scripture. Right. And I'm, I I think you need to pump the brakes. <laughs> yeah. And you cannot, um, yeah, you can't shelter them from Scripture. That's... That's a no, that's a non-starter. Like, you have to teach them the whole counsel of God. Um, And Deuteronomy 6 in particular, I'll just read it. We are commanded to teach our children all of God's commands. So, this is Deuteronomy 6, starting in verse 4. Um, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, these commandments that I give you today are to be on your hearts, impress them on your children, talk about them when you sit at home, when you walk along the road, when you lie down and when you get up, tie them as symbols on your head and bind them on your foreheads, write them on your door frames of your houses and on your gates. So basically whatever situation you're in, you should be talking to your children about the Lord's commands, about his scripture, about the narratives of scripture like stories and obviously like there are themes of scripture i mean the bible is not for the faint of heart right i mean there are some <laughs> it gets dark you know yeah. what i mean it it can get dark in there and it definitely there are things that you need to teach your children mm-hmm. but you need to teach them when they're appropriate you know, an appropriate age. Yeah. Um, That being said, like, there are mothers who, in the name of protecting their children, don't share the Old Testament with their children. And I think if you think that you are kinder than God, (laughs) you need to check yourself. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: And I told you about the other day, I let my kids watch a Superbook episode. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, as part of our homeschool and it was the in the beginning episode and the very first scene was the archangel michael and lucifer fighting yeah and lucifer being cast into hell yeah and my son was like i don't want to go to hell mm-hmm. like it scared him
1: mm-hmm.
0: um i comforted him and like i feel like a way that was appropriate talked to my husband about it my husband was like is that okay and i'm like i i mean we've we came to the agreement he he watched it, and he was like, yeah, I think that this is appropriate. But basically, like, hell is real. <laughs> and, yeah. like,
1: we don't need to tell our kids, don't worry about anything. Yeah. You're fine. Well, and how can you... There is no grace without law. hmm Your kids have to be convicted of sin mm-hmm. to understand that they need a Savior. Right.
0: And that was the thing that... <clears throat> the reason why I thought it was good to show him or let him see it is we've been talking to him about sin for a while mm-hmm. um arranging our i guess i don't know when when he gets in trouble yeah. like how we talk to him yeah. and putting it putting it back on scripture and the commandments and yeah. You know, sometimes it is things like lying. Well, like the Bible says, thou shalt not lie. Explaining to him what that is. Sometimes it's not that he's done an actual, broken an actual, well, he has broken a commandment. What I'm saying is, it might not be that he lied or he stole, but that he disobeyed. He didn't, he dishonored his mother and father. So we've been putting Mm -hmm. all of our discipline our conversations that we've had with him, we've been putting them all back on scripture and all back on the commandments Mm -hmm. and all back on sin. Yeah. And so I think it was a very, well, what are the consequences of sin? Like up until that episode, Mm -hmm. I don't think he really understood what the consequences of sin is. Yeah. And now he knows. Yeah. The consequences of sin is death.
1: Right. And maybe a fiery death Mm -hmm. to your end. Right. And that's the thing, too. Like, it's, you know, just like God with Adam and Eve, he said, the day that you eat this fruit, you shall surely die. (laughs) And while they didn't physically die, like, there's a a death in the sense of that relationship was broken. Mm -hmm. There's a death of that relationship. There's a death of, you know, so it may not, you know, fox lying may not look like He's going literally to die. Yeah. Right, but there is there is a separation that happens. Yeah. And this is what I explained to my kids. Like, you have stepped outside of the boundaries of what we've said. Um, you have broken, or there's something broken here, and we have to fix it in order to get back into right relationship with each other. Yeah. And so, um, I think this is why it's so important to Ethan mentioned on Sunday, you know, we don't discipline our kids because they annoy us. Right. You know, we don't punish childishness. Yeah. We punish disobedience. We punish um, disrespect. So, God only gives us ten rules. Yep. You know, he could have given us. Like I think uh, Orthodox Jews, I mean, they just they like continue to add
0: mm. rule yeah. after
1: rule after rule, and I mean, Can I think eat I don't dairy even know after you
0: eat meat. right.
1: Like there's so many, there's so many rules, and that, when you live under that, I mean, that is a burden. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: Which is why there aren't that many Orthodox Jews,
1: right? Yeah, and there's, you know, for us, I don't want to burden. I don't want to so burden my children with rules that they can't enjoy their relationship yep. with me. So I think that's why it's important that you don't have 8000 rules that your kids don't know that they're going to be upsetting you mm. at every turn. Right. I think you have very clear spelled out expectations for them. Yep. Um and we we can follow the Lord's lead in that way. Well, I actually have
0: that written down. Um in the other book that I read, which is Why Children Matter.
1: Mm.
0: Um Discipline is a command Mm -hmm. for us, and it's also love for our children, and that was something that he said was basically what you said is that we shouldn't discipline with many rules but with few principles, Mm -hmm. um, just as scripture does for us. It gives us three rules, but they really, or excuse me, ten, but they really encompass a lot. And he was saying like one of the rules in his house is that you obey your parents. Well, that encompasses a lot. Um, it's a pretty good blanket statement. Like, if I tell you not to do it, you don't do it. It's not necessarily that this is a rule all the time, but in this moment, the rule is you obey your parents. And when I said don't do that, you don't do that. Sorry, this is whole, it's coming down. <laughs> um, I just thought that was very interesting. But I mean, I don't necessarily have set rules in my household. Um, like, we don't have, like, a list of things. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should, but I do find myself sometimes having a lot of expectations or saying, Mm -hmm. telling my kids, don't do this, don't do that, don't do this. I don't want you to go out there. I don't want you to do this and like all of these things and Mm -hmm. like, it's probably too much and Mm -hmm. like reading this book really, I don't know, helped me with that. was like, yeah, maybe I am like, and so he was saying, don't use many rules, but few principles. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what that looks like for every individual family. I don't fully know what it looks like for me yet. Yeah. But
1: <laughs> I thought that was yeah. really cool. I think you can have principles. So I think his I'm trying to think what they are. I think his three were um do not disobey, do not disrespect your mother. Yeah. I don't, I don't know I'm gonna and try to find it. Now. I can't remember the third one, but um and I think there's a lot of things that fall under that that you can do you know what I mean? Because probably some people, like myself, I'm like, that feels like not very much. It feels like they would be getting away with a lot. But, right. <laughs> um, but I do think there's a lot that falls under that. So, you know, you have to look and say, is it right and biblical that we expect obedience from our children? Mm. Yes, absolutely. Um, because we are training them to obey authority and not just any authority but God's authority three
0: principles no disobedience no lying no disrespecting your mother
1: yeah <laughs> yeah so so I think I think people think of authoritarian discipline and probably I, I think a lot of people kind of some just like lump all. Mm. corporal punishment into that yep um and i would say that's that's not biblical either you know you're you don't discipline because you're annoyed you don't discipline because you're angry and even i would go so far as to say if you are angry you have disqualified yourself from spanking your children mm. you are well, that's hard first and foremost to be <laughs> Yeah, if you're, I mean, if you're spanking your children, you are first and foremost to be, uh, like, you are to have yourself under control also. You're convicting me now. I know, I'm convicting myself. <laughs> like, you know, I, I want to, we were talking about this, obviously not because we have 100% nailed it and we've got this. You know, we'll probably f- we're under control the whole <laughs> yeah. time we raise our children. Right. But I do think this is a target that we have to be aiming towards, and we need to also be encouraging others to aim towards as well. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> what is it, James? Hold on, I have it written down. There's a verse in James that says, uh, The anger of man does not produce the righteousness of God. Mm. And so that was something. Ethan and I were talking to someone about discipline and and just trying to figure out the best way to parent our children. And that's one thing that he said. He he was like, your anger is not going to produce the righteousness of God that you're seeking for your children. You have to be self-controlled. And if you yourself are out of control and you are angry, you've disqualified yourself from spanking your children. So that's tough. It is tough. Now, on the other side, we are commanded in Scripture to spank our children. Yeah, um, And this is something we talked about in getting ready for this episode. Um, I'm going to read this verse out of so- or Proverbs. Proverbs 22, 15 says, Folly is bound up in the heart of a child, but the rod of discipline drives it far from him. And it's funny because some- someone made the comment that some kids have more folly bound up in their hearts than others. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's really true. It is true. Like, some kids need more correction in that way than others yes um but also in proverbs whoever spares the rod hates his son but he who loves him is diligent to discipline him and that is so important um Mm -hmm. i tell i tell my child this all the time i love you if i didn't love you i would let you do whatever you wanted to do i would not because proper discipline takes so much time. Yeah. It really does yeah. I mean, I should say in the beginning. I think if you can be super consistent in the beginning and you were on the first time, you're disciplining, that's hard. And it takes a lot of time to say, you know, to not give ten thousand warnings and be like, okay, you do this one more yeah. time.
0: Well it's exhausting. It is. I mean you it's very really tired. You can sure. get lazy.
1: Sure. With your I think children. That's <laughs> so easy to do. <laughs> But I think if you can put in the work in the very early years. Which
0: is honestly why not having too many rules might also benefit you.
1: Mm-hmm. When you're
0: having too many rules and you're having to discipline them constantly. Because yeah. they're constantly breaking these rules. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Um, yeah. And this is why. This is part of the way that we train our children. To face an insane world, mm. because if we are letting them get away with whatever, mm-hmm. you know, they're they're not going to be self controlled. They're not going to be respectful. They're not going to have the right view of authority. They're going to see themselves as authority, mm. um, as equals to authority. Right? Yeah. I mean, I think you see this all the time. I see videos of, you know, people getting pulled over by the police and the police are you know very clear in what they expect and they're telling them they're giving them commands and these people are like you're being so mean and why would you do this and you know and honestly i look at those kids and i'm like were you given 8000 chances yeah and never actually had a consequence well, this
0: is where like gen- i'm going to go ahead and say yeah. that. <laughs> this yeah. is where gentle parenting fails children
1: yeah, i agree with is you is that they
0: whether or not they're viewing themselves as equals to their children, that's how they're treating them. Mm-hmm. They're saying, well, that hurts their feelings. They say things. This is literally what they say. Well, you would it like it if someone did that to you. Mm-hmm. And you would feel sad if someone treated you this way. And it's like, I'm an adult.
1: Yeah. And this they're is, children. This is where the difference is. And
0: yeah. it is my job
1: mm-hmm.
0: to teach them that they're is a difference between adults and children and what i like it if sarah got mad at me and she said go sit in a chair you're in timeout because you said something mean to me that wouldn't happen because i'm a grown woman okay sarah but we we address these situations differently mm-hmm. like adults do right but a five-year-old doesn't have the capacity to sit down and have a face-to-face conversation with you I mean, they might, in some sense, have the capacity for you to say, hey, what you said was really ugly. I didn't appreciate that. Yes, they might have the capacity, but not as fully as an adult. Right. You have to discipline them on their level. Um, Mm -hmm. Not all children, and I always feel the need to say this, like my, my fox... I rarely have, I rarely, I rarely spank him. Yeah. He's not been spanked very many times in this life. Right. Because he's that kid that you could say, don't do that, and he won't do it. Right. Like, he has to be extremely, extremely tempted to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, or he's the kid that I can say, I'm really upset with you. hmm You need to go sit down, and he'll go sit down and cry. And he will never do it again, because he hated that he even disappointed me. And then I have Milo. Yeah. Who you say don't do that and he's like i'm 100% doing that because i need to know why i'm not supposed to Mm
1: -hmm.
0: like pushes every buttons that you could possibly have and then when you spank him he looks you in the face and he's like that didn't hurt yeah (laughs) like i have two totally different children yeah so uh, regardless of whether or not you spank your children, like maybe they don't. Maybe that child doesn't need it. The Bible tells you that you should. Yeah. And that if they
1: need it, you should. Then you should. Yeah. <laughs> so gentle parenting. I want to like. I think we should define, define the, that. Yeah, yeah, define the terms here. <laughs> so what I am uh, reading, they're talking about how the basis for gentle discipline is that it focuses on using discipline and not punishment. I, I kind of, like, begrudge the fact that everyone believes that spanking is punishment and not discipline. <laughs> um, yeah, absolutely. I think there's a way that you can do it that is punishment, and that, That's I would annoying. say, that falls out of biblical. Um, right. It's like, that's not in the scope of what's right. biblical. So, this also says, uh, similar to positive discipline, parents who use gentle discipline do not spank or use any forms of corporal punishment. They don't shame or embarrass their kids, but instead provide respectful negative consequences that deter future behavior, whatever that means. Um, I don't shame so, or embarrass my kids, and I yeah, discipline them. Right. So, it also teaches them how to express their feelings in socially appropriate ways. Um I think you can absolutely do that and not hold to gentle parenting. I have a thought. Okay,
0: just off of that. Yeah, I said that comment about shame, and then I t- really re- like remembered mm-hmm. shame. I feel like we've talked about this. Shame is a part of recognizing the sin in you. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm not shaming my kids by 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 like literally saying I'm ashamed of you. This behavior is mm-hmm. shameful. But maybe by disciplining them, they are ashamed of yeah. that behavior. Maybe that's a good thing. Uh-huh, maybe they're yeah. seeing the sin within themselves yeah. and they're ashamed of it. Mm-hmm. That's not bad. Yeah, Because we as adults should experience the same thing. Yeah, If you are a born-again Christian and the Holy Spirit lives within your heart and you sin, you should be ashamed of that sin. That is the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. working within you, convicting your spirit. Maybe it's not so bad. If our kids are ashamed of bad behavior. Yeah. Maybe that means we're doing a good job. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I don't think that that. I, and like you said, we've talked about this before. I don't think all shame is bad. Um, I think there's a godly shame that produces repentance and that's right good and we we need that and we also should desire that for our children they shouldn't feel
0: embarrassed or unloved Mm -hmm. or unworthy yeah that's not what should come out of discipline right what they should only what should only come out of discipline is that Mm -hmm. act that thing that i committed was wrong Mm -hmm. it was sinful right and i shouldn't do it again yeah that's it that's it and they know that you love them yeah and the only reason you discipline them is because you're making them good human beings
1: right like yeah who good christians want to submit to authority yeah that's the other thing too i am training my children for how they will one day obey the lord Mm. you know like if we this is the other thing too for you when god tells them to do something. We need to be training them in such a way that they are going to obey the first time with a good attitude. Yeah. And so, you know, obedience is just that. I'm expecting you to do what I say the first time with a good attitude. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I think there's definitely two, there's two ditches. I think you can be too permissive and be like, yeah. I'm, I will never spank my child. I think you can go on the opposite end and say... I'm just going to beat it out of them, you know? And it's like, that's... Too far. Yeah. Well, because first of all, you're not just, you're not just commanded to spank them. You are told to discipline and instruct. Yes. And those things go hand in hand. Yes. There's a very specific way that my husband and I discipline our children. Yeah. We, first of all, remove them from everyone else. We take them, we go talk to them. We've told them exactly what they did wrong, exactly... Uh, what our expectation was of them, we tell them exactly how many times we're going to pop their bottoms, and for us, we also use something. We don't use our hands right. because yeah, I'm
0: the same way. Our
1: hands, I don't ever want my child to like cower away from your hands, hands. Are c- yeah. for care. Right, we have an instrument for discipline. Our hands are not those instruments. Yeah, um you know, I've heard someone say that. Well we I, I use my hand because I know exactly how hard I'm hitting them. That's fine. No, I, think, I think I mean yeah, I
0: think you can get away with yourself when you use your hand.
1: Yeah, and I think too. again, the Bible talks about a rod like mm-hmm. it it, ta- it addresses using something for discipline. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's for us why we do that and, um, and, and I've failed at
0: the removing my child situation yeah um, many times. Sure. <laughs>
1: I mean, I think there are some times and when sometimes it's you like... you can't remove them. Y- right. But, yeah. But, but I need
0: to get better at that because I do think that that is yeah. respectful.
1: Yeah. But, and then afterwards, we have a time of like, I'm telling you, I've been able to share the gospel with my children so many times mm-hmm. because I take the time to have a conversation with them afterwards yeah. and say, listen, we all fall short of the glory of God. This is why we need a savior. This is why... You know, I point you to Christ all the time. Mm. I mess up just like you mess up. Um, And so I get to talk about Jesus with them. And then we pray and we bring it back. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, like, we are fully – it's coming around full circle where I don't ever want my children to wonder where they're at with me emotionally, whether mm. or not they are – um, you know, if I'm mad at them or not. Like, yeah. I always am like – i love you i'm not mad at you i'm not spanking you because i'm mad at you right i'm i am correcting you in this way i think you can 100 percent talk about feelings without yeah. letting them get away with what with they've saying done that
0: your feelings are more important than your behavior yeah we shouldn't be saying that
1: right yeah.
0: Like, oh you're so scared right now, you're so hurt. I'm so sorry your mm-hmm. feelings hurt. I'm just gonna wait. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna deal with this right yeah. now because you're so upset.
1: That's the other thing. No. I've had this conversation <sighs> so many times. Even though you're scared, you still have to obey. Even though you feel embarrassed, you still have to yeah. obey. Because guess what? The Lord still expects me to obey, even if I'm scared. We had this
0: conversation. Sarah and I went to dinner Wednesday night, and is it okay if I tell the story? Sarah's young, not youngest, her third. Yeah, her third. (laughs) um, Ellie (laughs) just reached across the table and dipped into my cheese dip like it was not in the middle. It was like in front of me. Yeah, Um, and. Uh, sarah made her apologize to me Mm -hmm. and she did not want to do it and then when she did you could tell she was like very embarrassed like lip quivering like i'm so sorry (laughs) Miss she was just like she like barely got the words out of her mouth yeah and i felt bad for her i mean i think that and i feel bad when my kids do that and then and then i thought about it and i said this to sarah like you know even as an adult when I do something wrong and Mm -hmm. I have to admit that I'm wrong Mm -hmm. or apologize, it sucks. Yeah. it still not comfortable as a 31 year old adult. Right. And that might be because no one ever made me apologize. Mm. Yeah. Um, and what benefit we're giving to our children Mm -hmm. by saying like you did something wrong. That doesn't mean you're a bad person. It doesn't mean that you're hateful and terrible, Right. but you have to apologize. Mm -hmm. You have to admit that you're wrong Mm -hmm. and do something about it. Um, and I think that's really... Because I do that to my kids all the time. But I never thought about it until I watched another child apologize yeah. to me. And I was like, "Yeah, that is really hard. Yeah. But I think that it was correct in yeah. getting her to do that.
1: So, let's... Now that we're talking about making <coughs> making our children uncomfortable, let's, yeah. like, go into this. Oh, let's So, do it. you know, again our point is to train our children to mm, be able yeah. to handle this is not just a discipline in this world. Is, yeah, right. Right. So how do we, how do we handle our children being uncomfortable? And I think as moms, it's so we want to make our children comfortable. Yeah. So how do we, even in our, you know, us being uncomfortable, being how uncomfortable do we, makes us being
0: uncomfortable. Right. How do
1: we allow them to be uncomfortable so that they learn us? So that they learn something. Yeah. What mm. would you say? How do we train them to do that yeah like how do we allow them to be uncomfortable or to experience pain or to experience hurt of some sort i mean i don't know how other than just to let them okay so we talked
0: about this Mm -hmm. the other day um like and fox is really bad my my oldest is shy 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 like clings to the back of my shirt will like rip my clothes off to try to hide from people shy yeah and i hate it yeah and i don't want him to be that way like eventually i would like him to be a well put together Mm -hmm. human being that can shake someone's hand how are you today sir absolutely like that's what my goal is for my son Mm -hmm. and so right now that means turning around and saying you are not allowed to hide behind me right you will say hello you will be respectful yeah sorry we're getting blowing up (laughs) Hey girls, we're in the podcast right now, so like, don't message us.
1: <laughs> Just what if you texted them that?
0: That's so funny. We're in the same group thread. No, That's I would funny. never do that. Text otherwhere, uh, other otherwhere, otherwhere. <laughs> I don't know. Coin a new term. Um, like, and I'm still navigating this. I don't yeah. fully know how to handle mm-hmm. this situation. Yeah. But I have been very convicted about making him uncomfortable. Yeah. And saying maybe you don't you don't have to reach out and touch them i'm not asking you to shake their hand sure. like I, I would love for that one day for my kids to yeah. be bold enough to be respectful in that mm-hmm. way but you do have to stand in front of me mm-hmm. you have to look at them in their face yeah and if they say hello to you you have to say hello back because yes. that is being a decent and kind human being right
1: again being shy is not a uh, an excuse for disobedience. You're uncomfortable your yeah.
0: feelings yeah. you feeling uncomfortable yeah. does not allow you to be rude right Absolutely. period yeah so yeah that's Definitely. an example i have
1: yeah and i do think this is where gentle parenting fails again is that yes every feeling that your child feels while it you know that it may be their feeling it's not necessarily valid you have to teach them how to to, handle these feelings not that
0: all of these feelings are suddenly mean because that's why we have people who have anxiety and lock themselves in their house for weeks at a time and they think that that's perfectly appropriate that that's normal because society told them it's okay that you're an introvert right they gave them all of these little personality tests and their enneagram numbers and they have all these things that allow them to act however they want yeah even though You're not being a good human being, right? You're rude and disrespectful, and that's not how
1: God made you. Like, God didn't make you to uh, not have relationships because you're an introvert, you know what I mean? So, you know, these things are not in talking about that's our fallen flesh that
0: makes you this way, yeah.
1: Allowing your child to feel first of all, you have to allow them to feel the consequences of their decision, yeah. So, um you, you know, reap what you sow yeah that's biblical we need yes. to teach them that from the very beginning i am all about natural consequences yeah
0: <laughs> you sowed this you when you yeah when you jumped off the top of your bed
1: yeah after i've told you repeatedly after you told not, you not to, to and mm-hmm. now your
0: head is busted open yes i have sympathy for you but right. you sowed this consequence yeah. son
1: right and now and the, your you bed know. is
0: gone now you don't have bunk beds right
1: and maybe the time for that is not like in the middle of it no but you can definitely come of course, back comforting and the say yeah. or
0: removing that yeah.
1: top bunk and saying right. You this don't get is the this consequence mm-hmm. of this paper. You reap what you sow. Right. Yeah. So, I think that there is, uh, I don't know, I, I think you have to allow your children to feel the consequences of their actions. Um because otherwise, how are they going to learn? lovingly, like, my
0: kids have done something, like, that I told them not to and then hurt themselves. And I've been, mm-hmm. like, holding them, putting a Band-Aid on their head, yeah. kissing them and saying, I'm really sorry in your pain, but this is why it happened.
1: Right. And this is why I've told you not to do this. This is why i told you not to do it. This yeah. is why it happened. So, are you right. going
0: to do this again? No. Of mm-hmm. course. And they don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. But... If I had just in that situation, like, "I'm so sorry, baby. I'm so sorry you hurt. Oh no, no, poor, right. boy, baby. like what? What would they also, have learned?"
1: Speaking of which, I do think there's also a time. I think <laughs> scraped knees. I think little boo boos. I think that is the time that you teach them to be tough. To be tough. Yes. I think that's the time that you you teach them. <clears throat> you know what? Like there, <laughs> there have been times when, um, for example, Eva hurt something i can't remember what and you know i tell her i'm like i'm you know i'm sorry that you're hurt but also do you want to have a baby one day because if you do you're <laughs> I guess gonna I don't, need girls so you're gonna I've never had to, that conversation right i'm like girl. You're, you're gonna need to be able to handle you some put pain rod
0: of your life
1: <laughs> <laughs> but it's like i think that i think that's the time that you teach them okay you have a scraped knee i understand that but you don't get to sit here and cry for 20 minutes because you scraped your knee you need to get up and dust yourself somebody
0: might think i'm a harsh mom for this but like milo had strep Mm -hmm. a couple weeks ago yeah and he would scream out in pain which i know it's very painful yeah and i would i would nurture him (laughs) sorry Ethan <laughs> where you at man Ethan you playing that guitar <laughs> there? Um, like he would scream out in pain and like obviously the first couple of th- I got him what he needed I gave him like medicine I offered him rest I offered him his bed his blanket right what he needed mm-hmm. and then he would just scream for attention yeah and there was at one point where I was like I'm really sorry that you're hurting I'm right. so sorry mm-hmm. but you can't dictate every single thing that happens in this house right. right now because you don't feel well yeah like and that's speaking from someone who never ever gets to lay in her bed when she's sick <laughs> yeah or has something every single month right that brings her pain right and has to live through it mm-hmm. and serve my family mm-hmm. i love my child i hate that he's in pain yeah. but i gave him everything he needed and then i was like you have to rest i'm allowing you to lay on this couch i'm allowing you to watch watch tv all day if, right. if that means you'll lay down but you can't be behind me screaming at me all day that mm-hmm. your throat hurts like right i don't know if this makes if that makes any sense yeah. i don't know if i sound harsh but no i think that's i think it kind of goes right. hand in hand with like mm-hmm. again when when your children get hurt yep like i don't know and this is a big lesson for my boys mm-hmm. that they both struggle with where i've been working with them trying to Sk- Sorry, we're getting used to these new mic stands. We got mic stands. My, I'm that a hand an talker and I keep slapping it. <laughs> yeah. Um, They need to learn how to control their emotions for different settings.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um. So like when Fox broke his arm, yeah. the scream that came out of him was exactly how you would expect if you snapped a bone. Right. It was warranted. Yeah. I felt that scream. I... It, I cried. It broke my heart. Like, that made sense. But I have heard that exact same scream <laughs> when he ripped a paper the wrong way. Sure. You know, like, and mm-hmm. so, and they both do it. They, yeah. I, they're redheads. They're dramatic. Listen, yeah. I understand. <laughs> um, but, like, I've been working with him, like, trying to tell them, like, crying is not bad. Mm-hmm. Um, feeling pain and screaming in that pain, that's not bad. I mean, yeah. did I scream all the way through childbirth? Yes, I did. Right. Like, but you have to moderate that level
1: mm-hmm.
0: based on what you're experiencing
1: mm-hmm.
0: and yeah. based on where you are. Yeah.
1: And it's also not like there are, I think it's, this is Rachel Jankovic. She says, sometimes you need to tell your feelings, shut up and bow your knee to Jesus. <laughs> Yeah, and and that's true. Like that you not every I, I can't remember where it was, but not every feeling that you're feeling needs to be expressed every moment that you feel yes. it. Like you have to have more self control than that. And right. you know, you look at, gosh, like look at look at the kids who are on the street today screaming and yelling. Yes, and they don't even really know what about. Yes, you know, but they're. They're having they an emotional like
0: reaction, and yeah. they're publicizing it.
1: Right. So, I think... And it's inappropriate. I think part... I think a huge way that our kids are going to be able to handle an insane world is to be self-controlled. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well... Like, I, I'm... i uh, Another part of it is I don't... I want my kids to be satisfied with less. Yeah. I want my kids to experience delayed gratification so i don't want to give them every single thing they want the moment they want it that's
0: not reality because
1: that's not a reality (laughs) and and you don't deserve everything you want right and if they never if they get to a situation gosh like even look at play this out in your mind if they've ever gotten if they get every single thing that they want the moment they get it what are they going to be like when they approach a situation with the opposite sex and they're being tempted, you know, toward lust or toward sex. And they've never been taught to have self-control and to not get what they want when they want it. Wow. Like, you have to be able to have kids who can stop themselves and understand they don't, they don't need everything the second that they yeah. feel like they need it.
0: Um, Teaching them to be selfless is what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Um, first of all, I want to say that i've been working with fox on this like emotional controlling Mm -hmm. thing and we're starting to see the fruit of it Mm -hmm. like he doesn't cry when he goes to a sunday school class anymore and he like spilt something on his pants the yeah. other day which would have sent him into a literal fit mm-hmm. no it doesn't he's like it'll dry it's okay yeah i'll change my pants when i get home yeah like he's finally like he's becoming more calm mm-hmm. which is appropriate when we're out in public yeah or just it's appropriate when you spill water on your pants there's really no re- reason to be screaming about it right um and the second thing i was thinking when you were saying all that is like i married a twin Mm -hmm. and he's one of five children and i've said this to so many people he is literally like maybe the self most selfless person i know Mm -hmm. like it was a huge benefit to him
1: yeah
0: and i mean i think his parents did a really good job at raising him too but like he's just has no there are no expectations that he deserves this or he deserves that
1: Mm -hmm.
0: like at all that's not the case for me right i was one of two i'm the only girl i was the oldest sibling i had my own room like my own space my own things my yeah. f- like phone and it is that is a battle that i have had to face as an adult mm. to like resist the feeling earth. entitled yes almost. feeling entitled to all these things interesting or feeling entitled to other people's things because i want them yeah like elliot with your cheese
1: <laughs> yeah or like <laughs> i have literally I, yeah anyway i don't want to get off on that so but
0: many things there's so many things that like yeah. i have had to wrestle with myself sin like coveting my neighbor's things yeah because i was just allowed to have a lot of what i wanted Mm -hmm. because my parents could afford it
1: yeah
0: like and honestly my kids get probably way too much than they want and this i mean this could keep going but now i'm starting to think of like this might even be a conversation you're having to have with your uh your in-laws or -hmm. your parents like you're spoiling my child too much yeah um because i i agree with you i think that Kids are given too much. Yeah, um even when that's not like physical things, like mm-hmm. given being able to do whatever they want. Yeah, like, here's a tablet. Right. Go sit down somewhere. Here's an,
1: so here's an example that we're having to live this out right now. There is nothing more than there's nothing more that I want right now than to surprise my son at his birthday party with a Nintendo Switch, because I know that he would be over the moon we're not doing that for multiple reasons um partly it's because i know that where he's at right now he cannot emotionally handle it mm. he doesn't have the self-control right to be able to say you know what i've had enough for today i'm gonna step right. away i i know that mm. so it's uncomfortable for me because i want to give him this yeah because
0: you love him so much because i love yes. him so much
1: i know that I know what you're saying that it's not going to be good for him mm. I um, mean, there's a I, lot of wisdom to that, Sarah. That's, that, that's hard yeah, it for parents hard. to do. Right. It's uncomfortable. Like, I, I want to give that to him. But Lord willing, you know, when we do see him uh, being more. The other thing is, I, I want to shape his tastes to what's going to benefit him. Mm. So, I want him. I want to. And, and some people probably would be like, well, that's what he wants. Like, that's that's his personality. You have to lean into her, He's his seven. personality. And <laughs> I can 100% look at him and say, I know who you are as a person. I know the things that you love as a person. And I can also give you tools to like and enjoy things that are going to benefit you as a man one day. Mm. You know, like he um, has taken so much responsibility over the chicks that we have and the chickens that we have at home. And I want to lean into that and I would rather push him in that Mm -hmm. way uh, because I know that it's going to help him be a better man one day. I think this is the other thing too. I think you have to know your child's strengths and weaknesses. And I think that even things, you have to have the eyes of faith and you have to be able to see, you know, I'm going to use him again. He is, I mean, (laughs) hard-headed and strong-willed and and all of those things First and born I have an to only boy yeah and I and have Ethan to, right I have to look at that and say if I didn't have faith, I would be like, oh I gotta get you know I gotta get that out of him I gotta you know whatever yeah. I can have the eyes of faith and say the Lord gave him those characteristics and Lord willing one day if I can mold and shape that and bend that will toward having, a stubbornness for the right things yes he can be you know well a, like a when huge you figure force it out, like for good yeah
0: <laughs> i have a, i have a little simeon yeah that he's young he's four right that's milo mm-hmm. and i have said i'm like one day he's going to be a great leader or he's going to be yeah. in prison right <laughs> i'm gonna have to just really work on that
1: <laughs> yeah and you know lord willing and again he's a boy like boys if a if a boy is going to grow up to lead his family mm-hmm. and to protect and provide for his family we need them to be stubborn yeah we need them to have to enough to be grit. leaders yeah to and not it, back down to their wives right. yeah and enough <laughs> enough uh self assuredness yes that they can get out and and get it and do what they need to do mm-hmm. right now it's hard and it's a challenge to to bend that will i don't want to break that will yeah i don't i don't want him that is not my goal my goal is to mold and shape and have him be able to submit to me in this time and to respect me um i don't expect him to submit to me forever no because i'm his mother right Right. he's he's supposed to honor me he's going to cling to his wife one day yeah exactly he's gonna Lord willing, he's going to honor me because I've taught yeah, him to cool. honor me. Yeah. That But that verse never dies. Right. No yeah. matter how old you are. Yeah, you're still called to honor your parents. That's and a it's different conversation. The though. first verse with a promise that mm-hmm. it's, it will go well for you. That's what I tell them all the time too when I'm disciplining. I'm like, you have a promise. If you will honor me, you. I want you to have good things. I want it to go well for you. And so because of that, I'm disciplining you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm teaching you these things. So like you said... This is not something that I have, like, perfected, obviously. Um, This is my, my aim. The other thing is, too, you have to remember, you have your children for 18 years. Yeah. So you get to train them for 18 years. Yeah um so there is hope if you're you not a third of the way it, through with simeon you stop it
0: no i thought the this other is- day that i'm a third of the way through of raising fox
1: i know this is that ethan has told me that before and it wrecks me yeah and no, like, i was
0: like i th- okay. realized the other day i was like when he was six i was like i am a third of the way through of raising you
1: yeah actually i'm over a third of the way Oh gosh N- nuts i know so <laughs> you know if if this is an area that you struggle in or if you um are bent toward discouragement in this like i definitely am like i feel constantly like i'm failing my children but <laughs> my, um you know take take heart you have 18 years lord willing to maybe shape you feel
0: like you're them. failing your children sometimes mm-hmm. because you're not raising your children the way the world would raise their children yeah and you're not doing it like a lot of people around us are doing it and yeah. maybe that's why we feel like failure sometimes because we're like my children aren't doing these like Fun things. Right. Or like, I had to discipline them a lot today. It was a really hard day Mm -hmm. because we're taking the time to do those things and other people aren't. That doesn't mean that we're doing it wrong. Yeah. It just means, I don't know. Yeah. We're doing it the way.
1: We're doing it a different way.
0: Well, we're hoping, hoping we're doing it the Lord's way.
1: Right. And we want our children to be obedient, but we are not training our children to be robots either. No. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. It is hard. Um, I don't know. It's like parenting is not for the faint of heart. It really isn't. Um, also, I wanted to address any mothers out there who are single mothers oh, yeah. um, who are seeking the Lord's will and who are trying to raise their children in the mm-hmm. same, you know, in the fear and admonition of the Lord. Um, oh, my so I would say, obviously, you're in a different place. You're in a different situation. Uh, I think this is where you rely heavily on your church. And if you are not in a church that believes the Bible and holds to Scripture, then get in a church that holds to Scripture. Um, This is where you can rely on your pastor, rely on your deacons, rely on godly men and women in the church um, who can lead and guide you if you're in a season of singleness. Um, Yeah, I think, obviously, we live in a fallen world. We know divorce happens. We know you know, death happens. We know Mm -hmm. for whatever reason you are single. Um, You're not excluded from these things. You are still called to raise your children in the fear and admonition of the Lord. And uh, God will give you what you need to obey Him. He gives you the grace that you need to follow His commands. Yeah, Uh, He doesn't just say, do it, and then, you know, leave you to Try and figure it out. He will give you what you need. So if your children need a father figure, um, I believe that he will give that to you. Um, you know, hopefully you have people in your life that you can can look to. But if you don't, I would say go to the church and, and mm-hmm. make your need known. Yes. Um, it's okay to ask for help and yes. to say, you know, I can't be all things to my children. I need... Male influence in this situation, you know, can you help me or can you point me into the right direction? Um, you know, it's okay to need help, and I think where where you have failed, repent and ask for forgiveness, and yep, move forward. Don't get stuck in that. So that would be my encouragement.
0: Yep, I'm all week in like preparing for this episode. I'm not kidding like in my head I have heard I have said over and over raising your kids in the fear and admonition of the Lord. Mm-hmm. Raising your kids in the fear and I I've said it in my head like yeah. a million times this mm-hmm. week. So it was funny to hear you say it. Yeah. <clears throat> but that's what it's all about at the right. end of the day. Um we actually are past an hour. Okay. But the last thing I had wrote down not the last thing. I have a lot of things I wrote down that I didn't <laughs> say, but something that I read just now was that when we're raising our kids, it's important that we remember that we're proclaiming God's truth and not our own ideas. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and that means not taking away and not adding to Scripture.
1: Yeah, um, for their sake. So, yeah, I don't know. I do have one last thought, um, specifically for obviously our podcast is for women. Yeah, um, I do want to say specifically for women. We need, our children need men. Yes, I do. And they need maleness. Yes. They don't need two mothers. They need fathers. (laughs) And so when your husband is playing with your children or allowing your children to do something that you're uncomfortable with, you may just need to be uncomfortable. Sit back now. Yeah. You don't need to always intervene and correct him and say, don't do that. You're, You're doing it too much. Like... Uh, Jordan Peterson talks about, not Jordan Peterson, maybe it was. Anyway, someone talks about how mothers play in a very different way with their children than fathers. Yes. And it is so vitally We're important for yeah <laughs> for developmentally for your children yeah. to experience the play of Dads fathers. Dads are
0: the playful ones, at least yeah. in our marriage. Mm-hmm. It, I'm more of a, like a, I'm like the teacher. I'll sit and play a card game or board game with you, but I don't have the imagination Like, my husband has the imagination. Yeah.
1: Or even physically, like, they need... wrestling each
0: other, yeah. Yeah, Yes,
1: because it teaches them boundaries. It teaches them, uh, like, spatial awareness. Like, there's all these things that is so beneficial for children to experience their fathers I'll give an example
0: of how I've failed at this. Yeah, Um, It was a couple weeks ago, and it was a really great lesson Mm -hmm. for me. Um, I am, like, if I don't get my sleep, if I don't, like, get, like... (laughs) Even like I need a couple hours before I go to sleep to like wind myself down. I can't just like hit the pillow and mm-hmm. go down. And so like we have a strict bedtime, not strict. It's between. It's within an hour. Yeah, yeah. But like my kids go to bed around eight, eight mm-hmm. no later than nine.
1: Mm-hmm. Like,
0: and they're in their rooms and they stay in their rooms. Yeah. And like I'm, I take a shower and I go to my bed and I watch TV. Like or I do, I read my book, whatever. I do my thing, and. There was one night that jake he has like an old nintendo 64 and fox has gotten really interested in it and he's actually gotten pretty good at it that's awesome and they've been playing with each other and they were playing and it was like 8 30 and i had been saying for 30 minutes like it's time for bed it's time to put it up and like they did it and i got really angry Mm. and i got angry with jake and i was like audibly upset And we laid the kids down, and then he came to me, and he was like, I was really enjoying Mm. spending that time with our children. Like, Mm -hmm. I work all day, and you, like, took that time from me Mm. by putting in a bed. And I was like, oops. (laughs) (laughs) My bad. So, um, and since then, I've had a different outlook on it. Like, Mm. and when you really think about it, like, how grateful that I have a husband that gets off work and wants to play with my kids. Yeah. Or teach them things. Right. Or sit them on the lawnmower and mow the lawn with them. And, like, things that I don't do. Right. That he can do. Like, mm-hmm. I don't mow my lawn. Yeah. <laughs> He's teaching them how to do that. Like, he- letting them hold the leaf blower and blow the leaves around. Like, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, men
1: are important. Right. And i think we can get so my schedule is not important right i think we i think we as women because we do make things run and we we do know you know when things need to happen and 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 it can
0: feel off when they step on our toes yeah and you can feel
1: like you can get to a point where the schedule is the driver and you are living for the schedule and not for your family Um, and the last thing, sorry, I know I already said this already. The last thing I do want to say is I think that we as women, especially as our boys start to get older, I think we need to be, um, this is from an episode, uh, of stories, our soul food, it's called hand him a hatchet. (laughs) We need to be, he talks about how mothers, when your boys start to get into adolescence, you need to be surprising to him. You don't need to be someone who's like don't don't do this, don't do that, don't go here, don't go there, don't, you know, don't you might get hurt if you do this. Mm. Don't do that. You mm. need to empower him to become a man and so he talks about how when he comes home from school one day, you need to hand him a hatchet and it needs to be a sharp one. And you need to tell him go into the woods and oh and you need to be able to start pulling back a little bit. And saying like, okay, you need to start becoming a man. Don't so overprotect them that you're overbearing. Yeah, and you're not allowing them, especially boys. You're not allowing him to become a man. Fruitful skills Mm -hmm. that men need. Yeah, because I'm telling you, strong men. The the world does not need more effeminate men. No,
0: women need strong men. Women want strong men. They do. We
1: don't want effeminate men. No. At all. And I'm telling you, we, you can't send your boys out into a world to slay dragons when they don't even know how to handle a sword. Handle a sword. Right. Like, you need to be producing strong men. Mm. So, it's a challenge. I mean, there's a word. There's a word.
0: Well, I think we have to wrap this up at this point. I know. Um, there was so much we, we didn't even
1: say. Yeah, we didn't. Maybe we'll
0: do a part two one day. Yeah. Keeps we need to talk up, about our uh,
1: arrows. We didn't even talk about oh yeah. Sending our arrows out. We'll do that again. Okay. Well we'll, we'll do a whole episode. We
0: still have merch. Yeah. But you can find the link of our bio on Instagram on the way out pod. I believe we're we're still toying around with some designs for Yolfe. Yolfa. Um, They're coming though. They are coming. I'm excited. Uh you can send us emails, questions, comments, concerns. Please send us your would-you-rathers. I yes, really want to know. i We would stoked. love to read those at onthewayoutpod at gmail.com. We got some new microphones, mm-hmm. and they're not super great. So <laughs> we're still working on <laughs> We're
1: figuring it out.
0: And we're going to have guests soon. Please, yeah, I'm excited. A, this is a learning curve for us. Yeah. But thank you for listening, and we appreciate all of you. Have a good one. Bye.